Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I'm really excited to have with me on the line, Caitlin Studi. Caitlin is the owner and creative director of South Street & Company. She started the company as a side hustle after helping her prior company, a local dermatology practice, double in size in two and a half years while she was there. And now, five years later, she and her team have specialized in helping small to medium-sized service-based businesses grow their reach online. So Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So Caitlin, tell me a little bit more about this big win you did with that local dermatology practice. It's normally not something that, you know, you sort of fall into. I would assume you had some kind of training or something to go along with this, but you had some pretty big wins, which prompted you to stake your claim as an entrepreneur. How did all that happen? Yeah. So believe it or not, I graduated with a degree in marketing and I went on the actual believe it or not part is I found the job off of Craigslist. (laughs) So yeah, believe it or not, I found the job off of Craigslist. And before that, I went on 30 plus interviews. My parents joked and said that I was a professional interviewer, graduated with a degree in marketing and marketing and sales in the real world. Some people just combine them together. So I applied for marketing jobs and It was mostly cold calling behind a desk, 150 calls a day. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just didn't want to do that. So I was, I got the job with the dermatologist and he said, okay, here you go. Let's see what you can do. So, you know, school teaches you a little bit, but not hands-on training. So I learned all about social media, search engine optimization, building websites, And that's when I helped them rebrand the whole logo in the first six months, implemented all of the social media marketing, email marketing, redid the website. And the other half of my job besides the digital marketing was going out and meeting people who did refer or who could refer. So kind of like a business development person driving to all 10 locations that they had when I started. And then that paired with the online marketing helped us double in size in the time that I was there. So when I left in two and a half years, we had 17 offices in Central Florida and then three out of state, which was pretty incredible. So I am so grateful for that initial job because it kind of taught me hands-on how to do all of digital marketing. You know, I think that's probably the best way to get an education, right? Because it's one thing for you to get a degree from somewhere, right? And I have my own stories about that. We're not going to go into that part. But what happens is that you got like you got some real hands on experience, you know, with with tangible results, 
with that, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's really the biggest part is that you're able to articulate, okay, what did this business need? You know, how do you achieve it? And then actually make it happen to actually mm-hmm. execute on it. So what happened? You decided to like, I'm done here. Now I'm going to do this for others or? Well, I, I just felt like I reached a plateau with them. I didn't really know how much more I could help them. Uh, and help them grow because the marketing budget had dwindled. As you can imagine, when you when you double in size, you have so many things to pay for. So marketing is not your top priority. So I went out and started meeting with people around those locations, and it got to the point where I was driving all day every day. So you know, one office would be an hour this way, another office would be forty five minutes the other way, and each week I was going out and hitting these locations of doctors around the vicinity of where those locations were. So I liked doing it, but I didn't love it. I loved the digital marketing side and I got less and less, I I got more and more away from that. And I was able, I I wasn't able to work on it as much. So I applied for some jobs, nothing worked out. Growing up, my parents always taught us about being an entrepreneur, working for yourself and, and doing that as kind of like a side gig. And that's what I did. So I got my first client in February, 2014. She was working with someone and didn't really know exactly if it was working and what what they were doing. So I came in and helped her uh, clean up her website, implemented search engine optimization and social media, and she started getting leads in. And I was like, you know, I really like doing this. I like helping other businesses. So I started doing that, waking up mornings, nights, and weekends. It took me a little over a year to leave the full-time job. And I'll tell you when I did, I was the most nervous ever because I was like, two things are going to happen here. Number one, he's going to fire me right now and I won't get that two weeks paycheck. Or number two, uh, he's going to let me work and then it'll be it'll be fine. I'll, I'll just finish my two weeks and you know wish them all the best. But actually a third option happened that I hadn't even considered. The doctor in charge of the practice asked me if, if I would be, if they would be my first big client. And I was totally blown away. So he retained me for a year after I left through my new company. That's amazing. So, you know, like a lot of people don't realize that your employer could become your, uh, you know, could become your client. Did that come with a, uh, did that come with a raise as well? Or was that just something that sort of moved laterals, just a different, uh, just a different type of money coming in? Well, I think, I don't necessarily think it was a raise. I think it, it wasn't a lateral move. I think it was just a different move because now I was saying, okay, I'm going to charge X amount for this. Of course, I, I gave them a great deal because he they enabled me to get here. So that was pretty amazing. But it was also really great because I ended up hiring someone a couple months after I left because I got so busy. And that was a really amazing help because they were... A, a, I mean, they had 20 locations. So they were a really big client and they helped me kind of get off the ground. Amazing, amazing stuff. Let's talk about your one big tip. One of the things that I can certainly, um, uh, you know, I can certainly relate to you with is, you know, the part about getting busy, staying organized and making everything happen, both, you know, keeping things organized for yourself and also for your clients. And you use a great little tool called Zapier to do Mm -hmm. all that. And it sounds to me like you have Zapier doing a lot of grunt work for you. I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about what Zapier is and how you use it for your business. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I am so excited to tell everyone about this because 
This has enabled me to streamline my business so, so well so that nothing falls through the cracks. Because the worst thing ever in whatever business is when the client calls you up and they're like, Hey, I thought you said you were going to send me this. I haven't received it yet. And my deadline is, you know, tomorrow. Worst case ever. So I love Zapier. And for anyone who doesn't know who, or who hasn't heard of the program, it's spelled Z-A-P-I-E-R. You can Google it. And they have a free version. But what it is, is a connector application. So let's say you have like I use FreshBooks for accounting. And then let's say when you onboard a new client and you add them to FreshBooks, you want them to get an auto email welcoming them to your team. Well, instead of doing that manually, you can set up what's called a trigger So it's kind of like if anyone's heard of an if this, then that statement, if this happens, then that happens afterwards. So in my whole client onboarding process, Jeff, I've automated 32 different tasks for my client onboarding process. So now you just bested me because for my (laughs) podcast, right? I use Zapier as well. And from the time that you filled out the form saying that you wanted to be a guest, I have about eight steps that Zapier is handling. I'm curious, you know, like what else you're doing beyond that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually going to pull it up so I can walk through the whole process with you. I'm in Zapier probably one to 10 times a week, (laughs) just streamlining my whole process. So when I onboard a new client, what I do is exactly that. So I use FreshBooks. I love that. FreshBooks, when I onboard a new client, it adds all of their information to all of the other programs that we use. So when I add someone in FreshBooks, it also creates a project in Asana uh, from their company name. It creates a client in Toggle. That's our time tracking. It also creates a task in uh, Asana for me to create Toggle projects. It sets up folders for me in the drive. It adds them to a spreadsheet so I can keep track of all of our leads. It sends my uh, my operations person a reminder to send a welcome packet. And it has all the details of what to send in that. It creates a label in my Gmail. It reminds my account manager to set up a kickoff meeting. It reminds me to set up a new strategy. It creates a channel in Slack, adds a new sub- subscriber in MailChimp. It adds them to our, our another actually three spreadsheets for time tracking um, for our content creatives. And it also remind it also sends a Slack message letting the team know that we just got a new client. Um, and then I also have a setup for a six month reminder and a one year reminder, just so we can say, "Hey, it's been six months. Thanks so much for being with us." So those are that's an overview of everything that it does for me just from that one initial task. That is, uh, that's amazing. How have you been able to, you know, to articulate that you even needed, for example, the, uh, I'm going to pick up on one thing that's not, that maybe is not, uh, you, you know, of the utmost importance, like uh, creating a, a channel in Slack and notifying the team, right? How did you decide that that was something that needed to be automated versus something that would take you exactly three seconds to do in Slack on your own? Well, there's something I've been referring to as brain space. You only have so much time to think about things during the day. And if I can just offboard those things that, you know, maybe it will only take three seconds to do, but I have to remember to do it. Uh, I have, it, it just streamlines the whole entire process. And I like being transparent and upfront with my team and celebrating with them as well. So I think that enabling this 
process to be implemented right away just helped me offboard more things that just took up brain space that I could dedicate to something else. So it was definitely a time saver, right? Yeah. And it's something that um, it uh, uh, basically uh, what's happening, like I use Zapier as well for uh, like something that our agency uses is a lot of um, like we do a lot of social media posts, right? And I want to keep a log of what those social media posts are, right? And one of the things that we use it for is every single time a uh, a new post goes up on their Instagram, it adds a new row to the uh, to the spreadsheet. You know, and it's just a running log of just all mm-hmm. the posts that happen, you know, top down. So at any time I can go in and take a look like, well, when was the last time we posted or when did this stop working or things like that. What else do you think Zapier can do that you're not doing right now, but that you'd like, like you're thinking about how you can put it together a little bit later? Like, what else do you think it could, uh, you can make it do for you? Well, one thing that I wasn't sure if it could do, but I found a way to do it is for my hiring process. So I put up, I put together a whole workflow for my hiring process. So when someone goes to our website and completes an application, it sent it adds them to Asana with all of their information, including their resume. It sends me a task. Hey, this person applied for X position. And then I've also set up automations to send people um, short assignments or just uh, requesting additional information after they've applied to a particular position. So that has enabled me to have an ongoing working sheet and working documentation of even if we don't have a position open now, Um, that it will be open in the future. And then I can go back and look through those people and say, hey, I know you applied back in August and this position just became available. Is this something that you're still interested in? So I've been able to streamline my whole hiring process through that as well. That is amazing. Okay. So that makes sense. Now, does that ever break on you? Like, does it ever like just stop and say like, uh, no, I don't know what to do here? Like I've seen yeah. it happen with uh, with phone numbers, right? If someone doesn't put in a, cr- a properly formatted phone number, then it just breaks the whole process, and then you got to go in and triage the thing until you figure out exactly where you know where it happened, and then have it rerun, and then go and clean all that up. Yes. So I think if you build really robust forms in the beginning, because all of these, the the onboarding, well, the onboarding comes from FreshBooks. And if you leave something off, it does break the process a little bit. Like I'll give you an example. I moved over to the new FreshBooks from the FreshBooks Classic. And I put the client's name in, in the place where the business used to go. And so when it was creating all of those items for me, it created them under the client's name instead of the business name. And then I had to go back. I was like, oh, dang it. Well, I'm never going to do this again because now I have to go back and change everything so it's consistent. But yes, Zapier takes a little bit of time to understand and fully grasp the workflow of everything. But I was able to eliminate a position in um, admin position because I was able to automate so many processes and it's enabled us to stay on top of everything that we need to do. So nothing falls through the cracks for all of the different things that we do. That is a real important point. I mean, you actually, you actually saved, uh, saved money in terms of a, uh, you know, of a person actually doing things in mm-hmm. order for you to do bigger work for, you know, like for your clients and hire others as well in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a win yeah. all the way around, no? 
Yeah. And then we could focus on the the person could focus on other things besides, you know, those little admin tasks because those were handled. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Caitlin, can you please let everyone know how they can, uh, uh, how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly if they'd like to learn more? Yes. So you can find us online at southstreetmarketing.com. You can send us an email at hello at southstreetmarketing.com too. We have an, a robust website that has so many resources for small businesses or any business. It's on our toolbox page too. And we have yeah, a lot of things to, to help businesses overall. Very good. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's it's nice to talk with a fellow Zapier fan, you know, just to nerd out on all the neat things that, uh, you know, you can make this, uh, you can make this little app do for you. So thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I had fun. 